0: Scotty, 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 guess what? Guess what? Guess what?
1: John, I, I'm not going to guess because I've screwed up the recording before, and if I'm just not going to bother in case I screw it up again. Oh shit! That means that I can't, I can't say what I was going to say, which is like, oh, okay. I have you can say that. I have every confidence that you're not going to fuck up our recording. <laughs> no, no, it's been a few weeks since we uh since we fucked up a recording, and uh, it was my turn, and um, so I did that, and and do you know what? It was through through one of uh, your um past mistakes that I obviously didn't learn from is I didn't check my batteries mm. before uh, before we started but anyway we're here now so um the the point is our uh, one and a half listener didn't have to put up with the um the aborted attempt uh and so they can have this uh, perfect second rerun
0: that's true but I I had this terrible nightmare um because I'm concerned that if we have no listeners they can't tell us to stop and that we'll just keep
1: recording this thing and we'll just we'll never know that nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's they're gonna find us in a in a hundred years time still sat in a room recording the same crap every week. <laughs> Cause, <laughs> cause, because there was never anybody
0: out there to tell us to stop. <laughs> and the problem is if somebody should actually take the trouble to write in to tell us to stop. We would then misconstrue that as, a, as you know, a, 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 an actual expression
1: of interest that we should keep going. So It's like a no-win situation for the planet. I'm going to predict we are going to get the most feedback this week ever. <laughs> it's all going to be saying, please, for the love of God, stop. <laughs> wow. Well, Oh dear! Well, <laughs> that would be quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, whichever one and a half listeners are on the rotor this week need to make a you know a petition with the other however many listeners that are get on this rotor. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah the, <laughs> other fractional understand. half listener. <sighs> well, did you have? Oh well, how, how have, now that you've been in sunny, perfect California for more than a week now, have you adjusted? Is everything great, grand, and glorious?
1: Everything was going great until actually last night, and this may be why I messed up the recording this morning. Um, I received a phone call at two a.m. from you know the UK for someone I didn't know I was away. For some reason, I not turned the phone off, and uh that woke me up, and I really struggled to get back to sleep. So I'm pretty exhausted, and like I've only just got here again now. But um, uh, but no, actually it's been pretty good, and the weather here is beautiful. And uh, there we are. We took a took a nice cycle ride around San Francisco at the weekend with you, and went to the beach. It was like you know it's a very nice time it was almost like i'm um, not even here for work but there mm. we go
0: mm.
1: well can you name and shame this individual who disturbed your beauty sleep no you wouldn't it wouldn't no one would know anyway it was about a delivery that was happening oh hold on a
0: second <laughs> simon wolf has started delivering packages wow how yes. mighty have
1: fallen have <laughs> package that's right <laughs> Now that's a really in joke that none of our one and a half listeners will probably get. There we are. Yeah. There we are. I- I've tagged you. Tag a package to get. Oh, never mind. Let's move no, on. Let's right, move John. On. Tell... This is now been three minutes of absolute waffly shit. Um, so so please, let, let me try bring and about the quality of the show.
0: Okay. Well, so I you were asking last week about iOS 13 and where we were with it, uh, but you know uh, we have been spending a lot of time recently to try and and figure out. Which things are likely to be Apple bugs, and which things are you know changes, subtle changes in API, uh, you know, and which things are, are flat out deprecations. And um, so we 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 just kind of cranked out lots of different Jira's and everybody's been pulling them off. But there was one which immediately um, piqued my interest. Somebody showed me that this uh, this kind of how do I call it? it's kind of a first run experience when we shipped downloads in the app. Since nobody had seen it before, we had this kind of full screen card that pops up the first time you launched the app saying, hey, did you know you could download? And there would be a button on there. It was a little bit of text, a nice glyph and you know a button that would take you to, to find things to download. And it only appeared once. And um, unlike the rest of our app, it's white background, black text. And so you know the the, the, the majority of our app is black background, white text. So it's a ways to say that we have been dark mode since well before it was cool. And in terms of accessibility, it's actually the best option. Um, it's highly legible. And in fact, we've been gotten you know since this it's not shown very often It's once per per session but there's another kind of feature that we showed with that actually another couple um, where we have this this design language for you know a first run experience Um, and we got some feedback as we were auditing the app some time ago uh, saying that for low vision users it's it's really bad and it it is totally true Um, and so it was a reminder of of how you, you know even though i was looking at this as a problem with uh, because of an API change, it was a nice reminder that you should always think about um, these things, not just no vision, but low vision. But as it turned out, the, the, the fundamental problem was is that uh, the, this bug would appear where the black text um, on the white background, the text would become white if the app is set up for dark mode. And so you can you can opt out of dock mode completely. Apple doesn't really want you to do that, but we we might could have to do that at least for the very very first release because we would have to rethink the design on these things.
1: Um, but. So I'm assuming everything in your app is is custom. So that if people switch to um, the, uh, the rest of the UI, so if people switch to dark mode or light mode, it doesn't really make any difference to the rest of the app, or is it you just happen to get away with it in the rest of the app?
0: Well, I mean, it just it it, 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 it we've already done what dark mode would do anyway, which is essentially reverse things. So um, yeah, it, so that was one thing. The other so that seems pretty easy workaround for that. Uh, but I was was a little bit wondering why. It was only a problem for the UI
1: label and not for the UI button. So I don't know. That's a mystery for the universe. Um, but it was also also interesting how it's by a bug to do with dark mode right. revealed to you that the, um, you know users didn't particularly like that anyway.
0: Well, yeah, certainly low vision users wouldn't wouldn't like it.
1: So it's, a, it's good how a, what was a problem actually has revealed something that was already a problem. Yep. So that's use, useful information.
0: It is. You only learn from mistakes. That is absolutely true. Well, so, I'm not
1: saying you only learn from mistakes. You learn. <laughs> well, that's not true. But entirely. you learn more. You maybe learn more from it. I mean, and, you yeah, we've not definitely learned from the whole battery thing, but never that, right. we'll carry on. <laughs> that's true.
0: And our audience, our, our, our fractional listeners don't seem to have learned from the mistakes of ever having listened to us. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure what that says about our audience. Let's yeah. move on quickly. Sorry. So the, the next thing you were about to move on to something else. Yeah.
0: So then the other thing that we were looking at, uh, that, that kind of fell in my purview, um, is that we use, um, some custom typefaces, uh, one of which is for Arabic, the other is for Thai. Um, and you know, Thai has the, the, the characteristics of having lots of glyphs that exist on the ascenders and the descenders of each character. Um, so it makes for a very tall line height and, um, and our custom Arabic font also has a kind of taller-than-usual line height, um, and we were seeing some clipping. And that's a case where it seems pretty obvious that, um, well, I shouldn't say, something that clearly Apple has changed. But the question is, is, is when you see these things, is like, did it work because of a bug in a non-implementation or a non-strict implementation what Apple has done or not? So that, that makes me a little bit nervous, but I'm sure we'll figure that one out. Um, but all this work in type, it it kind of came at the right time because, uh, I was feeling proud of myself for, for, for doing something, um, implementing a technique that that exists way back to the next days um, and that's embedding an image as essentially as a character in a a run of text because i have this thing where uh on our display page the display page is what appears when you tap on on a piece of box art box art in the main grid of the app what we call the Lolo mode the list of list of movies so the display page has information like you know when it was released and how many episodes there are if it's episodic and what its rating is and so forth well there's a requirement to insert a an actual image in a run of text and when i first was looking at the design i was like oh it's going to be a pain in the butt because it was already rendered as as a, an attributed string because there's different colors for different sections of it um and there's some pretty complicated animation when you um you know, tap to rate something to give it a thumbs up or down. It it, it changes the text run, and there's a, a a pretty nice animation. And so I was thinking, oh, this is going to suck because I'm going to have to take up this single line of text and break it into multiple UI labels, and then you know, with some some auto layout to to bind it, you know, to to, to uh, uh, a UI image view. But then in the end, I remembered way 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 back when. Uh, and the next step operating system, one of the things that they did, which I thought was very clever, is that they took an existing standard, which is RTF, the rich text format, and they made extensions. It was actually Microsoft. It was a, it was a, a interchange format You know that was better than ASCII because you'd actually do things like set type and 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 bold and italic and so on and so forth. So uh, next extended it and created something called RTFD, which is the rich rich text format document, which would basically allow you to embed things within a document, and then it would appear in the file system as a single file when in fact it actually was a folder inside of which was the text and whatever attached files. And it was a nice way of having kind of these graphical documents because you could embed a sound file, for example, in the document. And one of the things they did with the the text layout engine is they made it possible to embed an image. So, f- for instance, in Next Mail when it came out, totally revolutionary, they had this thing called Lip Service, which was basically they it was a beautiful Keith Ulf's designed icon of showing two lips that which allowed you to attach essentially voice messages to email. And so you would have the run of text, and then you could tap on this little icon of of lips. In this particular case, it would bring up a, a view which would play back the audio. So in order to make that work, they needed the ability to embed images in text runs. And so I used that technique. And I don't think it's widely used. Um, It's definitely an oldie but a goodie, but it worked really well. So somewhere along the lines um, in Applelandia are, I think, the people who worked on it uh, back when it was the next thing. And I want to extend my thanks through the ether because it really is very, very helpful for exactly this type of thing where I just want to embed a little graphical icon, which is an image within a run of text so that when i got that working everything else just worked because as far as the the attributed string was was concerned it was just another character in there the only challenge that i had is that um, you set the, when you create an ns text attachment you attach it with an image um, and you you basically size that attachment to the the frame of the image and you can run into problems where you might get clipping of the image if the line height or the font size of the text in which it's embedded is not tall enough uh, to be able to to show the full image so it it didn't bite me for for what i was doing because it just so happened the image was sized properly but as i was doing some experiments i was saying "Hmm, this could be a problem i know it's technically possible to do but just i remember from next mail that you could embed um you know if you could drag a document in there it would take the full-size icon of the the document itself which would definitely be taller than the the type itself um and uh so there's a way to do it which i will probably figure out when i when i when i desperately need to but thank god for ns text attachment
1: well there we are so you were saved by the past
0: indeed sometimes it's very helpful to to remember these things because it, it was cool
1: sometimes it's helpful to be old is what we're saying i think so yeah because if you know you wouldn't remember next rtfd i mean uh, obviously the default format of text edit on the mac is rtf is it, but is that rtfd as well do you know uh
0: no well i don't think so um i think that what would end up happening if you were to drag and drop a file into it then it would convert it because you only need the the d if you're actually going to attach something because in the okay, particular okay, case, yeah. right because the, the resource you know that you have the the characters but they're rendered using fonts but if you embed an image that needs to, that's a resource that needs to be brought to bear and so that's what would con- force it to to convert
1: well, there we are. That's um, there we are. You are a font of font <laughs> of knowledge. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. I will not give up the day job and go on to um, stand up comedy.
0: No, <laughs> don't come asking me to get you a Netflix special.
1: So, do <laughs> you think I can get a couple million dollars an episode? Because it would solve a few problems for me. I assure you. I think
0: uh, we might be able to get a Kickstarter to to pay to make sure that you never do it.
1: I never do it. Yes, if you if you raise one million dollars, I will never tell a joke again. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> promise ish. Oh. Okay, so um I've got a a slightly sad discussion I would like to um uh, like to have uh, concerning uh macOS uh, 10.15 Catalina. Um now obviously Apple have been on this like uh security has been, you know, Apple's unique selling point on their devices for four or five years now it's been it's been always it's something they've emphasized all the time now it's always You know, security has always been uh an important part of the apple ethos i mean you know back uh back in the day um you know around you know the time of uh, mac os originally coming out sorry uh, os 10 it was called back then coming out it was this whole thing about how it was um you know, vi- far harder to get viruses. Wasn't impossible, but it was far harder to get viruses on um Mac OS ten and yeah, you know, so 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 this secure environment and in the way users are done has always been important. But um uh yeah you know, but security has become a really big thing to Apple over the last few years. Um and I'm just wondering have they gone too far? Because I have to say the number of security dialogue boxes I get in Mac OS Catalina is driving me balmy. Um and I remember back to uh well I can't remember the I can't remember the dates now, but you know, one of the complaints of Windows XP um was you know, it wasn't it, although it was probably the um you know the, the most used Windows release ever, um, is, is there were security concerns and Microsoft always says oh, when we released Longhorn, which was like their magical right. nest yeah. Next thing, which um, basically turned into a massively cut-down version in Windows Vista. Um, you know, Windows Vista was just renamed for dialog box after dialog box after dialog box of security questions, trying to solve this um, this impression that Windows was, uh, you know, not secure. Um, and uh, and uh, Mac OS, uh, Mac OS uh, Catalina. It just has this same feel to me. I mean, it's just, um, I mean, I get it, but you're in Terminal and you try to, uh, you know, change directory into the documents directory. It says, can Terminal app have access to documents? If you're using a third-party Terminal app, I'm not sure if the real one does. I use um, iTerm. As a terminal app, um, and then you try to change the download can you have access to downloads. Now, I guess you could go in and give it all disk access and whatever else, but you know your average user isn't going to do that. Maybe your average user isn't going to use terminal. I don't know. Um,
0: what you just said.
1: Yeah, but it's it's um, yeah it just it's just constantly asking for permission, and and the problem is uh, just just as it was with Windows Vista. Um, you know, at the end of the day, people will just click OK because they'll just you know, you know it will be you know, click OK to get work done will be the <laughs> the sort of <laughs> right. mantra, yeah. um and and that actually becomes less secure because you know when you see the occasional um dialog box you you stop and you think oh that's that's not usual I'll um I better read that and find out what's going on no same people do <laughs> lots of normal people don't it's yeah do you ever get this year? Text support from your family. They say, well, uh, you know, pages have stopped working and it keeps coming up with this this, uh, box that requires me to keep pressing buttons. Well, what does the text in the box say? Well, I don't know. I've never read it. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's just, you know, it does this level of security. I mean, I think security is, it it needs to be invisible. Um, And so I get where Apple are going with this, that they want to make sure that you, because... I mean, I guess a way they could solve this is more is to have, you know, just stop apps coming down that aren't on the Mac App Store. And then you can say by getting something from the Mac App Store, you have a certain level of guarantee type of thing. But, you know, they don't do that. And I'm glad they don't do that. And I would never advocate that. I mean, and the they are going for notarized apps and everything, which I think people should embrace. And maybe we could talk about that another time. But it's. I don't maybe just in the it's only in the betas and it will go away in a thing and I I know it'll probably only last for a few days um when you install the beta when you install the new version and maybe it's because you have know, I've installed every beta so every time you install the new beta maybe it starts again at the moment I don't know but it does seem to be a little bit over the top um, you know and for a a an operating system that was renowned for its friendliness and usability and you just knew what to do. Um, it just feels a little odd to me, um, which is sad because, you know, I, I, I absolutely love Mac OS. It's just like, um, you know, when I look, I look back to my, I spent many years on windows and I was on Linux before that, or Unix versions before that, should I say? And it's um, and mainframes and, and, you know, if, if it's heading towards like is you know is Catalina going to be um, uh, Apple's Vista? You know that will be so so sad. But um, yeah, I don't know if you've played with this at all, or if you have any thoughts on that. Um, I
0: do not use Catalina other you know other than just to, to to do iOS thirteen development. So I kind of I hadn't noticed it because I'm not using it as a regular user. I can see how annoying it would be. And who knows? Maybe Apple is doing that as a cudgel to get people just to give up and and use iOS or iPad OS.
1: And it might be just during betas, and and after betas, there'll be something turned off. I don't know, but um, yeah, it's it's um, it, it maybe by the time we get to the real thing, it'll be different. So it's yeah. it's unfair. I'm not, you know, I was having a discussion with someone at lunchtime about the whole iCloud issue that it corrupted data. Um, I sort of get that why people are pissed off and upset because um. You know, it, it it sort of replicated itself around every device, even if they weren't beta. But you know, it's beta software. If you put beta software on, it's a problem. This is why I think you know, it's I don't like the fact that Apple have done public betas.
0: Yeah, neither do um, I. Because no one, no one believes it's it's Apple's fault. Yeah,
1: no, and it's and it's you know, it's um, you know, developer betas, fantastic. We need them. We do it. But as soon as you do a public beta. You know, as you know, like with Moneywell, we get the odd, you know, the odd support request. Well, it doesn't do this under Catalina, or it doesn't do that, and it's like there's a certain expectation that you're now um, doing something wrong. Um, but it's, I, 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 we can live with that. That's just the nature of the way it is. Um, and you, I guess, it's always there. But you know, I don't think the public, no matter what Apple will say, really understand that a beta means you can be totally fucked at the end of it. Well, they should um, put
0: that as as the sticker on the package. <laughs> yes. Welcome to OS 1015. You can be totally fucked I mean, at the end of the, it.
1: The first thing is you should download it, and it should, and the first thing you get is a massive dollar bill says, are you prepared to be fucked? <laughs> and not
0: not in a decadent Western way. <laughs>
1: no, no, so, you know, uh, it's, uh, we're yeah, all over the place with profanity in this episode. We do apologize to our family listeners a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so it's um, yeah, it just feels a little off to me, and I'm and I'm hoping it's just a beta thing, or maybe it's just a, that there's been a bunch of issues that that have been there for years, and the Apple of Apple have just decided that this is the release to clean them all up. Let's get the pain over and done with in one go, and in the future that will all sort of like move on. In which case, you know, I've got no issue with that either. Um, but it does. Yeah, I am a little, a little concerned by the direction of macOS at the moment. From that basis, that yeah, you know, because Windows, Windows Vista was a, an abomination of an operating system. Um, you know, Windows has never been great, but XP was usable. Uh, uh, you know, Windows Vista. Then Windows Seven came along, and Windows Seven, if you were going to be a Windows user fixed a lot of the problems but people still or older people in most they still view basically windows based on the atrocities they went through at that period of time and it's hard to recover a mac os has got a really good reputation with users and always has done i mean it's been bad i remember everyone says about oh remember when they released leopard Leopard's 10.5 wasn't it and how bad 10.50 was yeah yeah but it it was you look back now and ten five zero had some flakiness, but by comparison of almost any other operating system, it was an amazing release and it was only because the standards were so high for what macOS is in a release. Um and I know that slipped a little bit as it's got bigger over the years, but yeah, I'm I really I really hope Catalina isn't a Vista. Um and uh, it is a uh, it, it is it is better than that because um i understand some of the things it's trying to solve but it just feels like it's going to piss people off and that would be sad if people started dissing macos because it became a little too intrusive
0: mm. well wow. tim cook take heed
1: tim cook's too busy doing important things like don't you know burning money i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah it's in there there so there we are so you're using um so you're basically you're, you're using catalina for your ios 13 development but mm-hmm. you're you, you're so do you dual partition or, uh, just an external so you're drive doing ev- you're doing so you're doing everything else yeah. um that you do just within within um mojave still yeah okay is, is that just a conscious you don't want to be running a beta beta os is that a company policy no
0: well it it was just the most convenient thing to do when it came time for doing it i have a lot of stuff i have lots of video on my on my laptop so i was afraid that i wouldn't have enough space if i were to partition on the existing drive and i discovered that it's actually priced precisely because of file vault and how locked down our you know our laptops are which is great you know i call kudos to apple um so that you can't boot it from an external drive without going through a lot of hoops. So I had to to do all those different things to make it possible. But in the end, I just have a, an external drive. And I have to say, it's very inconvenient because you can't really safely just, you know, one of the things I love about a laptop, we just take for granted. I mean, you remember where you had to, like, if somebody just turned off your computer by turning off the switch, like, oh, no, I'm going to lose all my data. Now, no one ever thinks about that. You just close the lid and it's all done. It takes care of it. You can't really do that with an externally mounted drive. Um, so I have to be mindful of that. feels like I've gone backwards.
1: Okay, this is after after dissing Catalina a little bit. Oh, no, being worried for Catalina a little bit. I am going to say I, I've got it installed on a separate partition um, on my laptop. Um, now, it's, I'm using the um, Apple file system uh, stuff where you don't have to declare sizes of partitions. They just resize themselves right. automatically. Yeah. And that has worked really, really well. Uh, and it still allows me to access my other partition as long as I put in the administrator password for the other partition. Right. Um, so dual booting on the same laptop, um, but what I just find now is I, I'm just spending all my time in the Catalina um, one. I do everything in there, and I just very occasionally have to go back to Mojave. Uh, and to be honest, I have to go back to Mojave only when there is something I'm trying to develop against that is currently broken in the Catalina betas um therefore if I want to test it or do it properly I have to go back to the Mojave stuff. Or if I do a release, if we do a release of um Moneywell, I'll do that under Mojave rather than Catalina. Um for obvious reasons. Um but I just yeah, I just spend all my day in, in Catalina. And I know some people have had complaints, but other than the ones I've just had about the dialogue boxes, it's pretty robust for me so far. Um, yeah, you know, I think uh, I mean there are some issues, but it's a beta software so can't really complain, but it, no it's good good so but the but the file system stuff of partitioning and just letting it grow and uh, do whatever that is really very, very cool and works very, very well and um, uh, uh, the way it automatically is split up certain things is yeah, just been very impressed, so that side is a big thumbs up, big thumbs up to All the right. uh, the ladies and gentlemen at Apple All right, so there you go well,
0: so app Scotty take it, and Scotty give it away.
1: I am the Scotty Almighty. Yeah.
0: Sounds like you're like, you know, are you in like a Hell's Angels rally
1: parking lot situation or something? What was that that sound I could everybody could hear? Uh, no, I'm actually down a little quiet side street, so uh that must have been a motorcycle passing on the main road, which is probably a hundred yards from me, so that was a very loud motorcycle. All right. And I don't even think I've got any uh, there's no windows or doors open either. So that was a very, very loud motorcycle.
0: Maybe maybe and
1: No 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 nobody was having any idea what you're talking about? Because I suspect my microphone never picked it up.
0: Oh, really? Oh, that's possible. Yeah. Well, for those of you listening at home, it sounded like Scotty was about to be run over by a Harley Davidson, and I was about to posit that it was one of it was a hired hitman by our one and a half listeners. Like, yeah, no, we're not going to listen to tell you. We're just going to hire somebody to to run you over.
1: So, John, you you feel if they were trying to stop the podcast, I am the one that they would get rid of. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not trying to decide if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
0: Well, we should put that out to the world, you know. Since we time, no, no,
1: no. Let's, t- let's time not... to wrap that up. Yeah, you, just remember how upset you were when you were when you were described as the strabant of broadcasting. <laughs> that's true. I do remember that. It, it took us months to get you through therapy to get over that. Let's not let's not open the doors. All right, fine. <laughs> well, sir, we should probably wrap that up a little bit and uh, and. Um, move on so um if people want to uh tell you that uh you are the um lamborghini the lamborghini no see see lamborghini lamborghinis are fast uh but everything else about them is incredibly poorly done (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) they are um yeah they are the the supercar for the people who don't mind spending lots of money and having lots of problems, yeah. but uh, they do look nice. They do look very nice and they sound awesome. So there we are. Anyway, John, if people want to tell you that you're a Lamborghini, uh, that you look nice and you're awesome, but you have lots of problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they can find me on Twitter. They can, you know, direct their, their tweets to me as Jembe. That's DJ E M B E, like the West African drum. And Scotty, if people want to, you know, run you over, hire their local Hell's Angels to,
1: to run you over? Where might they find your current coordinates? Well, they can contact me on Twitter uh, as MacDevNet. Now, if someone contacted me on Twitter, so I, I haven't got my um phone with me right now to to look up, so I can't remember who you were. I do apologize Um, on Twitter Street to say, uh, you know, st- I, I, I'm power you know, it it's dangerous out there running, you should stop. And they posted a link to someone who'd been doing an ultra run in Italy um in the last couple of weeks, about the same time I was, who died when they were struck by lightning in the mountains. Oh wow. So <laughs> I am not gonna complain about my blisters anymore. That's true. <laughs> That's okay, because bl- blisters being struck by lightning, I will take the blisters every time. Absolutely. <laughs> there we are. So, um yeah, you can get hold of me on Twitter as MacDevNet uh, or um micro.blog is Scotty. Of course, people can contact both of us at feedback at iDeveloper.co. So remember, the subject line has to be, please, in the name of God, please stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and. And I say, I, I, I'm not sure how big our rotor is, whether it's a, 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 you know, maybe we have three listeners and one and a half listen each week, which means someone's doing twice. Mm. That must be the person who's really upset somebody somewhere and yeah. <laughs> being made to pay. But there we go. Well, sir, it's um, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. It feels quite strange that we're actually only a few miles apart and yet we're still talking over FaceTime and uh, recording into recorders. Um, but uh, there we are. That's the nature of modern technology. Mm. So. Uh, Thanks everyone for listening and um, hopefully it's been something of an interest in there to you somewhere or we've basically solved your insomnia problems or basically you had half an hour that you really had absolutely nothing else to do with and this was your desperate last course Whichever way, we hope we've been helpful and until next time, you take care. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.